We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by us. Rotowire.com slash pod for a free trial of the Rotowire website for those who are listening but not subscribed to the website. It is Friday, March 17th, 2023. Alex Barutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken Wildcat Kreitz. <laughs> Good thing we got that subscribe link out before you did that. Maybe somebody <laughs> actually went and subscribed before they heard. Um, Ken... I, for those for those who cannot see the video, um, Ken is in full Wildcat gear, wearing a Northwestern hat. A uh, I believe that's branded as a game bib that you're wearing yep. under a, over a jersey. Yep. And drinking from a Northwestern mug. And uh, the NU hoodie under the football. Darnell Autry, Northwestern jersey. Yeah. Okay. Um, in uh, n- completely unrelated news, Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Uh, surprise, he's gonna surprise. A, yeah, he's going to have a third surgery on his left knee. It's a uh, it's a cartilage um, transplant, actually, uh, which could cost him the 2023-24 season. So he might be out all of next season. Uh, obviously, things are pretty serious when you need to get a cartilage transplant. He's played. He played 35 games in 2021-22 and is already ruled out, obviously, for the rest of this season. It's really tough for the Bulls, and um, they're a little like a great signing at the time. I thought it was a great move by them. Pass I first, be- point guard, loved it. I believe they have a, a had a winning record in the games that he played. Um, it's just they're in a tough position right now. They're kind of hamstrung financially. Obviously, they have his contract. They have Levine's contract. DeRozan's on the books. I assume they're going to extend Vucevic. So it's going to be tough for them to go into free agency and try to find a suitable replacement. They have to hope that. Io Desunmu, I think, turns into something, but he was a second-round pick. They already have to make an extension decision on him this upcoming offseason. Great defense. Um, great defense. Not a good fantasy guy, but great defense. Yeah, they've obviously been running out Patrick Beverly, starting him and Caruso in the backcourt, having Patrick Williams come off the bench. Um, they're just – they're kind of a mess. Obviously, you know, uh, Shannon – I mean, we all play in, in dynasty leagues, <laughs> but if you have Lonzo in a keeper league, how – like – what do you do here? I think you just have to, you have to release them. You let them go. Um, you know, with, with the out uncertain outlook for, for 
the 2023-24 season, there's nothing much else you can do. I mean, even, even if I'm in a league where there's some kind of penalty because I have them under contract for that season, I'm most likely uh, cutting bait. There's just it's it's too much to if even if you're a rebuilding team, you'd almost rather have a that roster spot open to you know land a prospect who might have more long term upside. And let's face it, he may never come back. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's an option, or he comes back. And uh, oh, who was the veteran guard the Clippers drafted? Blew out his knees a few times. Had a night nice, a Livingston. Maybe he's Sean Livingston when he oh. comes back. You know, like better and off the bench, but can't play more than 15 minutes a game for his knees implode, you know, like, no, good, good, good point, Ken. I mean, at this point, if let's say he comes back for the 24, 25 season, he's hundred percent healthy. Um, it, it, it almost doesn't matter there. It's, it's a odds are he's not the same player that he was pre-injury. Yeah. It's a tough break. Um, Ken, let's go to uh Nets Kings. Yeah, Rosier news. Kings beat the Nets 101-96 in Sacramento. Kings are now in second place. Still four and a half games behind Denver and a half game up on uh, the turmoil in Memphis. Bad news, though. Uh, Red Velvet, Kevin Herter, uh, only played six minutes due to a right hamstring injury. A lot of folks probably picked him up for four games this week, and that's not going to pan out, myself included. Anyway, he has an MRI today. We'll see what the hamstring issue uh, I actually kind of wrote this because I wanted to talk about how well Mikael Bridges is playing for the Nets. He technically had an off night last night with 23 points, four boards, and two assists on seven of 17 shooting. But with Brooklyn, I forget how many games this is, more than 10, I know. But with Brooklyn, he's averaging over 26 points, almost five rebounds, while shooting 50% from the field and hitting 2.7 triples a game and 1.8 stocks a game while also shooting 89% from the free throw line. Uh, Reminder, he was averaging 17 points a game with Phoenix. So for the season, in nine category leagues, he ranks ninth in total stats. It's because part of that is he never misses a game. Anyway, I've got Bridges in our CBS Keeper League. Very happy with his season. Got him reasonably cheap. And I still think this Nets team builds around bridges, but am I overreaching? No, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, it's 15 games. It's not necessarily a small sample size. 15 games is a good number to work with. And, and averaging 26.1 points, um, maintaining his great efficiency um, while right. doing so is pretty a, darn A lot of guys impressive. get that opportunity, but then it's all volume and terrible percentages. He's still hitting great percentages. Yeah, per game value, he you know he's basically been a top fifteen player over the past month. Um, you know, it's I I do I don't know if I would go with a with with a re- reaching it and grabbing him in the first round next year, but he's definitely a second round pick at this stage. Um, I do think we're going to see Brooklyn make some roster moves in the off season, whether that's you know further trades, signing free agents, whatever it may be. I don't think this is going to be the final iteration of their roster, but it also sure seems like Bridges will be one of the key components for them moving forward. Yeah, Brooklyn, they're five and three over the past two weeks. I mean, it's not like they're it's not like they're yeah. losing a ton of games when Bridges is doing this, you know. So. Um, and this is this is with a team that's essentially like this team was not put together with a this cur- this current iteration of the team was not put together with anything specific in mind. It just happened. 
Like right. they just got the guys they could get, and you now the they're best running young guys out. you got. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, and so Jack Vaughn, I think, given given that, is doing a very good job. And um, yeah, like you said, Shannon, second or third round pick. I I think the hype will probably drive him more into the second round. Um, I mean, I, I, I think this is what Coach Atkinson always wanted to do. Yeah, three four years ago, <laughs> you know, before the Kyrie nightmare that they deserved, they self inflicted Kyrie nightmare, but whatever. Yeah, um, let's move on to Atlanta. We have double bogey Bogdan Bogdanovich. Sunday, this came out of nowhere. Signed a four-year <laughs> extension with Atlanta. Four years, sixty-eight million. So we now have Trey Young, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, and Bogdan Bogdanovich signed through the twenty-five twenty-six season. Young is longer. In in fact, yeah, I, I didn't couldn't come up with a good way to say it in the notes. Uh, <laughs> This, this came out of nowhere, and I think Bogdan is one of the sneaky old guys in the NBA. He's 30. Like, Yeah. Why do this? He's 30 years old. The Hawks have been a perpetual disappointment. They're 40 and 42 now. You Like, he's he's not Cal Ripken. He's had a, bu- a series of right. you know, typical NBA injuries. I wouldn't say he's injury prone, but I wouldn't say he's a sturdy 30 years old either. I, I don't understand this at all. And this has got to be the weirdest time of year to give someone an extension. I think I think the deadline is coming up pretty soon. I always forget what the, the extension deadline is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I to some it's extent, like he's like, contract. like, why did they give Hunter all that money too when he was a injury mess? Yeah, I like, I still like Hunter's upside, but I don't know. Maybe they figured like, oh, Bogdan's the only stable thing about this basketball team when he's on the court. Um, like, I think he is good. Like, he's one of the better six men in the NBA. But I, the only, the first thing I thought of when this news dropped is this is a little inside baseball, but these sort of mid tier, like mid priced contracts, that $15 million range, those are the really easy, uh, easily tradable ones that you can yeah, package them together to make moves. And if Atlanta, Atlanta probably thinks, well, if we just keep running with this team, he's a good guy to have. And if we want to blow things up a little bit, really change uh change the the core of this team in any way he's a guy we can toss into a trade i don't know but i was surprised when it came through uh ken let's go to golden state uh, actually i want to know shannon were you a little terrified that maybe the pistons have extended the other bogdanovich when that news broke were you like oh well, <laughs> they did they, they did that earlier this season That's so right. you know just add another four years out of that. <laughs> He's now signed through 2048. Uh, other news. Draymond Green got his 16th technical foul in the Warriors' loss to the Clippers uh, on Wednesday, meaning he's been suspended for today's game against the Hawks. I will rant about this later, but I think uh, he'll be suspended for another game each time he receives another technical this season. So it'll be very fun to watch Draymond <laughs> the rest of this year, uh, just to see if he could, you know, stay out of trouble. Uh, did, I, please tell me this did not surprise either of you guys. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Not surprising. <laughs> um, yeah. You got to worry about it for the playoffs. If you're, if you're the Warriors at this point, um, I've seen this happen before. So, this is just uh, this is just news because if you have them on your fantasy team, I mean, there's nothing you could do. Just be careful. But like, what are you? Right. What are you gonna do? I got him in prepare. CBS keeper. I'm never gonna catch Shannon anyway, and he's in my lineup, and I'm stuck. stuck yeah, 
<laughs> and with uh, when when Green sits on Friday, it's going to be Kaminga that that sees the biggest uptick. Uh, Kaminga is averaging ten more fantasy points per game uh, in the eight games without Draymond, and, and about twelve to thirteen more minutes per game as well. Um, so Kaminga, you know, in for any future days that uh, Draymond might have to sit out, it's it's going to be Jonathan Kaminga. Who qualifies at center on Yahoo because of that? Yeah, there's a uh, one of the weirder qualifications. Uh, if you have Delon Wright in your ESPN league, he qualifies at power forward. Uh, so congratulations um, if you if you have him. Uh, Embiid passed Jokic in MVP odds recently. Yo- Embiid is now plus one hundred. Jokic plus one sixty. This is on Fanduel. Giannis is plus 370. Everybody else uh, is, you'd be wasting your money on. Uh, I I think this is partially because the Nuggets have looked so bad lately. Yeah. Uh, but I also, Embiid's been a monster. Like, it's both things have, I think, come to a head. Um, Embiid has scored 30 points in seven straight games. Over the past seven, he's averaging 37 points. On 60% shooting, eight boards, four assists, two blocks, and a steal. Um, I This is, again, coming at a time where Jokic is, is not playing that well. So I think that's there's why it's lifting. There's also just yoke, fatigue for anyone who wins back-to-back awards. Yeah. People just start to nitpick. And and that's fine. You know what? I don't mind spreading around the awards. They're stupid anyway. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, they only give great historical context and you know allows us to talk <laughs> it's about regular greatness. season, though, like. They don't involve the playoffs. That's when you make your money. Shannon, do you care that much about MVP? I, I don't care at all. But just for the record, over the past four games, Jokic averaging 32 and a half, 12.3, 9.5, 1. 1.8 steals for all those haters who think he's garbage on defense. Shooting <laughs> 67% from the floor. You hear that, Kendrick Perkins? 44% from downtown. Um, Jokic still... Even even if the Nuggets maybe aren't winning as many games as they should be over the last handful, uh, Jokic still dominating. And Giannis quietly, you know, has the Bucks yeah. with the best record in the NBA, 50 and 20. Um, probably not getting as much love as he should for especially for, with Middleton and Middleton a, not quite a non-factor, but so many games Middleton missed, and then all those bench games. He and Holiday. You you could argue Giannis has the worst supporting cast of the three candidates. Uh, I would say it's Jokic. You think so? I, I guess I'm giving Murray and Porter too much credit. Yeah, I don't know. But mm-hmm. let's uh, let's move on to the fan feedback section. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yes, and fans, if you'd like uh, us to answer a question, please post a comment on our most recent RotoWire YouTube NBA video. This week, superfan Quinn Day asked, with Katie out, would you guys pick up Terrence Ross or Josh Okugi as a free agent? I think uh, I think this question answered itself. Uh, Okugi over the past three games uh, has played really well. 11 points, five boards, three assists, a steal and a half, a block, and Ross has done basically nothing. Um, scored 10 total points over the past three games, so. It's a yeah, he had a 24-point game and then an 18-point game followed that's, by three straight duds. That's Terrence Ross, baby. Yeah. <laughs> no. now, I, I, I'm with you. It's a Kogi. You know, Terrence Ross will have the occasional game where he goes off from downtown, which is what happened in those two outings where he had 24 and 18 points. He, he was 10 for 20 from downtown over that, that two-game stretch. But Okogie's the guy who's going to be getting more minutes. And overall, more fantasy value. We, I'll, I'll use this as an opportunity to say we're not going. to I don't think we're going to mention anybody in the waiver wire. Uh, but the Kevin Herter injury, we don't really know the extent of the Herter injury, but um, hamstring injuries are uh, bad. So there's a good chance that you may need to pick up uh, Malik Monk or Terrence Davis off the wire this week. Just keep an eye on that. Um, meant to mention that in the news section we're not touching on the waiver wire because we don't know but yeah my guess is one of those guys it's very possible we will be our cover boy uh next week week for free agent pickup uh you know with herder out um looks like it's only been three games with herder out this year uh minutes wise terrence davis 14 extra minutes per game um malik monk basically averaging the same amount of minutes Uh, and fantasy production Terrence Davis, uh, 15.5 more fantasy points per game. And here's a really interesting one. Sabonis averaging 14 more fantasy points per game in those three outings. You know, that's probably just random. Um, And Trey Lyles. So it looks like they probably go a little bit bigger as well because Trey Lyles averaging 11 more fantasy points per game. I believe you might be reading that off of the Rotowire player page for Kevin Herter. Yeah, just wanted to give the site a plug. We used to talk about all that fabulous edition that we made last year where it has all those great stats when a player's out. Let's go with the waiver wire. Uh, we have three teams this week with only two games. That is Denver, Detroit, and Miami. So while you might be thinking, this is my chance to get Rodney Magruder, I might wait. Magruder time. Pause. I got four uh, games next week. So pause on pist- Pistons. Pause till next week. My first uh, suggestion, my available and 50% of league's player, Austin Reeves of the LA Lakers, 42% rostered in Yahoo, 11% on ESPN. Uh, Past six games, he ranks 97th in per game value. Uh, 17 points per game on 54-39-80 shooting, six assists, 2.8 rebounds. He would rank a bit higher, but his rebounds and his defensive production haven't been that high. Um... But he's shockingly doing that off the bench for the most part, too, which is getting big minutes, but off the bench. Off the bench, he's actually been like a 
if you're in a 16 team league, you could have just had him on your roster all season and it would have been fine. He's ranked 164th per game in eight cat, which isn't amazing, but there's been plenty of opportunities throughout the season to stream him in. Um, as long as LeBron's out, uh, Reeves has, Reeves has been playing really well, but Lakers only have three games, right? So, um, not amazing, but he's, he's putting up, he's putting up 17 and six lately. So, uh, Ken, you who's your guy? I'm going to go to Charlotte once again, but now it's for center Nick Richards, who's managed in 39% of Yahoo leagues, only 7% of ESPN. Charlotte has four games next week and rookie Mark Williams, who we were plugging earlier, he's got a thumb issue. And I personally think they're just going to sit him for the rest of the year. Charlotte has nothing to play for. Uh, Hornets beat writer Roderick Boone said he was murky for returning this season. That doesn't sound good to me. Anyway, so back to Nick Richards. He's really their only viable center. Uh, And his per 36 numbers are almost 16 points, almost 12 boards, over two blocks a game with great percentages, 62% from the field and 75% from the line, which for a center, that's great. Uh, So I like Nick Richards, especially for this four-game week the Hornets have coming up. We saw Richards do it earlier in the season before they ended up going with Mark Richards. So this is not uh, this is not necessarily a fluke. He's he's kind of been there, done that uh, to an extent. Going with Nick Richards, Mark Williams is hurt. Correct. All right. I'll moving on to my picks. I've got two guys who are available oh, in uh, just under fifty percent of leagues. Two guys we've talked about in the past, but it, it just amazes me that neither one has reached that 50% threshold yet. Jeremy Sohan with with the forward with the San Antonio Spurs, 43% rostered on Yahoo, 11% on ESPN. And Talon Horton Tucker, 46% on Yahoo, 12% on ESPN. You know, Sohan, we'll, we'll dive into him first, the, the 19-year-old rookie. He's sat numerous games lately as the Spurs are in full tank mode. But over the past six games he has played, Sohan averaging 30 minutes, 19.8 points, 8.3 rebounds, one steal, and decent percentages, 47% from the floor. He He's not really a big three-point shooter at this stage of his career. Um, he does have the occasional game where he'll get you five or six assists. That's happened a couple times in the last three weeks. You know, there's going to be some inconsistency with his with his uh, whether or not he's active. You know, uh, the Spurs will probably sit uh, their regulars maybe every other game. So Sohan might be a better option for for uh, uh, daily roster moves leagues, but I do think he has plenty of upside. Spurs have have four games next mm -hmm. week too. So I love him as a pickup. And then Horton Tucker, you know, just uh, Thursday, it was, it was announced that Colin Sexton's going to miss at least another week with his hamstring injury. Here's a hamstring injury that has lingered much longer than we ever expected. Um, And Horton Tucker, He's been locked into the starting lineup for the Jazz. His his fantasy ranking's not that great because there's been some some efficiency issues. But just looking at at recent performance over the past four games, all starts, and again, he has started nine straight games for the Jazz. But over the past four games, 31 minutes, 22.5 points, 5.3 rebounds, 7.5 assists, 
and he's hitting 1.5 three pointers as well. Um, and over that, over those, those four games, the, the efficiency has been solid 49%, 89% and 38%. I I'm amazed that he is not rostered in like 70% yeah. of the leagues right now. If, if you're uh, a turnover adverse, you cannot roster Horton Tucker. Uh, cause as a start past nine yeah. games as a starter, 4.6 turnovers. Um, but there are plenty of people out there in eight cat and there are plenty of people out there, uh, in, um, uh, hunting turnovers. Horton Tucker's stats are so funny. It's like it's like if you just had like a like a dice number like one to ten and just rolled it, that would be a stat in any category, like <laughs> in any given game. Like he'll put up like six, four, and five, and then twenty-three, one and eight, and then six turnovers, and then two turnovers. So like it all I'm, adds up. Thank you for bringing up the turnover turnover point because in eight category leagues or, or a league where you're if you're punting. Punt and turnovers in a nine cat league or you're an eight cat league. He ranks 41st over the past week. So he's definitely much better fit for eight category leagues. Jazz also with four games next week. Two yeah. smart picks from Shannon there. Chris Weird. Dunn also uh, is an option if you're in that in that four game week for uh, we, I, we have a like a public service announcement to keep mentioning Chris Dunn each week. And I, I'm hey, all for it. I'm good with it. I picked him up. I picked him up in stake league and that might save my season. All right, I'm telling you right now. Is that by that gate you uh, eater from buyer to eater? Chris, yeah, I love it. I I jumped into seventh the other day with it's Austin Reeves in my lineup. Oh, that league is tight, by the way. I six got a through nine, six through DJ. nine is very tight. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to my long shot this week. Andrew Nemhard of the Indiana Pacers, 19% rostered in Yahoo. Tyrese Halliburton dealing with a knee injury. Uh, has missed three games in a row and will be out at least until the middle of next week. But would it be surprising for the Pacers to kind of start packing it in a little bit? Um, why risk it with with Halliburton? I said I said to Nick on the on the last podcast, if you're the Pacers, you can both say that this sixth season was a success. Yep. And yes, we will pack it in. Um, <laughs> both of those things can happen and be true. They look good with a healthy Halliburton. And they're going to enjoy the, they, they'll take a ping pong ball. Exactly. Um, past three games from Nebhard, 19 points on 17 shots, uh, seven dimes and three boards. This is really good because there were points earlier in the season where he got the start and he was really passive, take yeah. like eight, nine shots. But now he's, he's, he's firing them up. He's launching. So I'm, that's you, really you, encouraging. You know, when he was passive, Alex, when we made him the cover guy, he got the cover yeah, guy jinx. <laughs> cover guy <laughs> jinx. Yeah, wire, like the, yeah, like the Madden cover. <laughs> uh, Pacers with four games next week. Um, and I'll, we'll just roll right into your suggestion, Ken. Well, of course, because it's the cockroach. TJ McConnell, who we promised to make a cover guy one week. This is the week. And it's really for all the reasons Alex said. Pacers have four games. Tyrese Halliburton, I think he's done for the season. They don't care if TJ McConnell plays too many minutes. Uh, they got nothing to lose. You were, yeah, McConnell returned last night from a sore back where he missed a few games. He had a 19.12 assist game and a shocking win over the Bucs. Look, McConnell's always going to get you steals and dimes, throw in a three or two. Uh, if you need steals and assists, McConnell is your guy for the rest of the season, baby. He's only managing 23% of Yahoo leagues, probably because of that sore back, and only 9% of ESPN leagues. Uh, Thoughts, gentlemen, I'm, on the cockroach? Well, that's a that's another guy I picked up last week uh, before we got this Halliburton news. I think I think I only got him because he was hurt, and I think people 
thought that he wasn't going to play. So I, I and you I outbid me for him in the keeper league, in the Rotowire keeper league a few weeks ago. That really angered me. That was a while ago. Um, yeah, I'm still, I'm my still, team is still mad. Team's falling apart. Um, okay, Shan- Shannon. Get Shannon that trophy now, by the What's way. What's that long shot? We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm losing most likely losing Halliburton for for even Ooh. longer stretch in that league. So we shall see. Uh, you know, there's a theme here with our long shots because yeah, I'm going to Indiana as well. Uh, another guy that we've mentioned, Jordan Nowara, for the Indiana Pacers, 24 year old forward. He started Wednesday. I'm sorry, Thursday night's game against the Milwaukee Bucks. Played 33 minutes, 12 points, eight rebounds, four assists, two three-pointers, a steal, and a block. This is the kind of versatility that Noara can offer if he's playing 30 plus minutes per game. Yes. I, you know, I, I expect that he he could get a longer look in the starting lineup. We mentioned that last week. You know, it's good to see him reinserted in the starting lineup, especially with with McConnell back in action, with Heald, with Turner returned to action last night as well. So it was essentially Halliburton out, and they went with yeah. Nawara, you know, slid Naismith down to the three. You have Nembhard and Buddy Heald at the guard positions. I think that's the for as long as Halliburton's out, I think that's the starting lineup we will see with the Pacers. And Noara's Noara can offer some versatility. You know, if it's points based league, 25 to 30 fantasy points per game is in play, you know, basically a point per minute. Um, and he has some, he has the skills to get you some defensive stats, some three pointers, whatever it is you might be missing in categorical leagues. Great hairstyle. Beautiful, uh, beautiful man. You mentioned, did you mention Duarte's injury too? Like, They've got reasons to sit a lot of guys for the rest of the season. And Noir is just the kind of guy they should be looking at in an extended way. Is he a free agent at the end of the year, uh, Alex? Or is he signed in a young guy, cheap contract? I can't remember if he was a first rounder or not. So that, uh, no, second rounder, 15th. But he, let's see, one more season for him. Okay. He's under contract. But yeah, Uh, great versatility, as Shannon said. Exactly who the Pacers should be given a long look for next year. Ten, who's your boring pick? This actually isn't that boring. And Shannon mentioned him earlier in the pod. But Jonathan Kaminga, Golden State, he's only managed in 25% of Yahoo leagues. He had a, I think a lot of that's because he was out for a while with an ankle injury. But he was starting for these Warriors before that injury. Warriors have four games next week. Draymond, we don't know how many, you know, we're going to not see Draymond because of these technical foul suspensions. He's not playing tonight. So you can pick him up uh, in a quick, you know, daily league. Go for it. But Kaminga, widely available. Good upside. Jonathan Kaminga is my boring pick of the week. He wouldn't be boring on any other team. He's kind of forced into a boring role with the Warriors. But uh, Uh, yeah, that's kind of how the Warriors roll. Let's uh, let's go to our Friday TFS picks. Uh, uh, Sort of brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, <laughs> we're using FanDuel for our, uh, for our salaries. So we have an eight game slate today. Uh, we have the highest over under is a staggering 248 warriors at Hawks. Uh, I think that's partially high because Draymond is out and, and the, the defense might not be great on either side of the ball. Uh, this is a when tough Wiggins coming back, by the way, what the heck's going it's, on there? No, literally, I, nobody knows. Like it's a, it's a personal thing. It sounds like it's family, but like the reporters don't know. Nobody knows. So I have, I have nothing to, nothing to give you. 
this is a tough slate to analyze at what is 10:30 a.m. Central Time because there are um, most of the high price players on the slate are questionable. Curry's questionable. Uh, Gobert is questionable. Uh, we have uh, er, Di- uh, Kyrie is questionable. Jeremy Grant's questionable. Jason Tatum is questionable. So it's kind of tough. You have to really pick your spots here. Is, is tonight a Clay Thompson night, gentlemen? Sure. Clay, Kaminga, DiVincenzo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna touch 250, sure. All those guys are all those guys are definitely in play. Mm-hmm. Um DiVincenzo's 57. So there's a lot of options. Uh where where are you turning first, Shannon? Yeah, I I really like the Memphis San Antonio game. Um, you know, Memphis is not at full strength. Obviously, no John Morant, uh, and, and no Steven Adams. Um, it's yeah, you know, Memphis is still favored by eight and a half points, but two two thirty four is the over and a half is the over under. Um, so it is a high scoring night. I think we'll see and, another Zach Collins explosion. <laughs> it's entirely possible, and he's had plenty of explosions lately. Um, it's it's been, it, there's just a, there's a lot of good values on both sides of the matchup as well. You know, with the Spurs, you have Jones, um, Trey Jones, who is, who is at 6,000, not the greatest value for him, you know, considering he's only averaged 29 fantasy points per game this season. Um, but, but the Spurs are going to be light at the guard position tonight. Uh, you have Devonte Graham's out, uh, Langford, who's gotten a lot of run at the two for him is out. Uh, so I could see Trey Jones getting significant run at the point guard position tonight. I've like him at 6,000 Vassell he's down to 5,900 because the production hasn't been there. Sohan, who we, who we discussed, um, he is, he is at, uh, 6,300, 6, uh, tonight, but he's basically been a walking 40 fantasy points, um, over the past week or two when he does play. Um, so I like any of those options from the Spurs side. And then to make it just to just to make things cute, I'm going to go with the brother matchup at the point guard position. Tyus Jones, who's always a good option when John Morant's out, uh, he's down yeah. to 6,700. He was a thousand dollars more than that uh, this time last week. His productions kind of gone down a little bit and dipped as well, but the minutes are going to be there, especially if it's a competitive game. If it's playing the Spurs, playing yeah. the Spurs always gives somebody a boost. <laughs> That's how you yeah. fix things. Play the Spurs. Exactly. <laughs> and so I, I could see this being a bigger night for, for Tyus Jones. So I'm going, I'll probably go Jones times two at the point guard position. Might mix in Vassell, uh, Sohan, and, and some of the other options. You know, and if you're if you're feeling it, you know, Xavier Tillman, uh, Desmond Bain's a good expensive option for the Grizzlies. Um, there's tons of options from both sides. And, and I really do think there's going to be three or four breakouts uh, in that matchup. The um, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, Vassell feels like he's due. Vassell, Vassell needs a big game. I would like to get him a little cheaper than he is, but honestly, I, he could pop for 40 any, any one of these games. Um, I'm going to throw out a, I'm going to throw out a more high priced option. Might be a Jalen Brown night with Jason Tatum. Yeah questionable uh yeah the celtics i mean i mean can we be surprised if they sit tatum i mean you're going up against portland you're favored by four and a half on the road even with tatum questionable this is an opportunity to potentially get tatum some rest and um brown's been cooking left hip left hip left hip isn't one of those fake injuries like the spurs have like when they you know 
when you're looking to arrest a guy, they don't say left hip. I think that's a real <laughs> issue. And then yeah. the four the four games without Tatum this season, Jalen Brown has averaged ten more fantasy points per game. I uh, this is sort of a well. I mean, I, this could be an Embiid night going up against Nick Richards. Uh, mm. That could be a murder. And no I, uh, other, with no help, with no backups. <laughs> you obviously you worry about the blowout. Philly's favored by eleven on the road, but um, I really like his opportunity there. Is there um, a, is there a wager? Is there a player prop on Gordon Hayward getting hurt tonight? I I, I like the odds of Hayward popping into Embiid. Take his under points, rebounds, assists. That's basically yeah, betting go. on him getting hurt. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I am. Uh, you know, advice. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the other side of that Nick Richards and Bead matchup. Whoa. Obviously, obviously, Embiid's gonna have a big game. That's yeah. that's without question. But Nick Richards in, in two matchups against Philly this season. He's only played he played 21 minutes 21 minutes in both of the games, and he's averaged 11 points, 10 and a half rebounds, one steal, one block. Um, you know his minutes have fluctuated a little bit with Mark Williams out, but I do expect uh, Richard. Some of that's been matchup based. And I expect Richard should see you know close to 30 minutes tonight. And anytime he gets 30 minutes, that's basically almost a guaranteed double-double, um, no matter who the matchup's against. So as long as he stays out of foul trouble, I'm very confident in Richards producing tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think at 5,700, you could just play Richards against anybody. Yeah. And you you wouldn't you wouldn't feel bad about it at all. Uh, the minutes the are there. The minutes are there. And the block's upside. Yeah. Uh, that always vaults a guy's uh, potential through the roof. In the in the Washington Cleveland matchup, I would actually not that anybody is like running to their computer to play Bradley Beal, but <laughs> I think he's going to have a tough night with uh, a Coro and Donovan Mitchell probably hounding him all night. So I, I that's a that's oh, a I, play. I like Mobley here. Allen yeah. out. Yeah, I really need Mobley to more minutes, more big, big production. I like Mobley. I'm with you. I'm with you on the Mobley pick, Ken. Uh, Mobley's been solid. I think he's got back-to-back 40-point fantasy games. He only averages four more fantasy points per game with uh, Jared Allen out. Uh, But that's enough, honestly. I mean, with with Mobley um, really not going up in price much, he's at 8,000 on FanDuel for tonight's slate. Um, I think he's in play. Um, A couple other kind of guys in that price range that I really like, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Um, both basically ever since the, uh, the bulls switched over to hat Bev as their start starting point guard, Zach Levine has been just on fire, torching it, um, over the past, let's see, let's, we'll, we'll look at the last six games and highlight those Levine's averaging 33 points, four and a half rebounds, 30.3.8 assists. Um, the bulls basically told them like score more. You, well, you, you know, to shoot more. it's funny when the Bulls signed Beverly, like on his opening day, meet the press uh, meeting. One of the first things he said was Levine has to shoot more. I told yep. Zach to keep shooting more. And it, yeah, cl- clearly a fan and setting and up his shooting guard. Yeah. Over that, those six games, uh, Zach Levine's shooting 22 attempts from the floor. Um, and DeRozan, DeRozan's been solid as well. He's just basically been his usual self all season. Um, over the past four games, he, or I'm sorry, the past five games, he's averaging uh, 26 points, four rebounds, five assists, 1.6 steals. Um, both of those guys are a pretty good bet to top 40 points, and, and each has upside for 50 or more. 
DeRozan's the ultimate cash game guy at 8,300. He's the ultimate. Just put him in your lineup and build around that. It's pretty much guaranteed 40 uh, type of guy. So I, I like that suggestion. Um, any, we got the, the Pelicans-Houston game. Might get weird. Um, Houston's been playing better lately. The Pelicans are just a disaster. Uh, Jabari Smith actually playing a lot better lately. Uh, scoring in double figures in seven straight games. For him, that is a uh, that's a record for him. That's his longest streak of of double digit scoring. But he's up yeah. to seven thousand, which to me is like I don't I don't love it. But what's Trey uh, Murphy at? Because he's been on a bit of a heater. Uh, Trey Murphy is sixty five hundred. He's been on a very big heater. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No, he's been he's been solid, but the price point Pretty is nice. prohibitive. Yeah, uh, the price price point's pretty prohibitive. Uh, but he, I mean, he's topped 35 or more fancy points in uh, four of the past five games. Um, so he's, he's been very solid. He's seen a ton of run. You know, he had a big 41.7 rebound game uh, earlier this Sunday. week. Yeah. yeah. So Trey Murphy, he is an option. He's definitely an option. Um, you know, I, I agree. Jabari Smith at 7,000. Um, you know, he had that string of three straight games that were all double doubles looked really good really really good looks like the player who the rockets thought they drafted and you know shangun shangun he's only out. 19 right? right like this kid this kid has time nope i still i still believe i still believe and you know i think we'll, we'll see him develop those that three game snapshot was uh highly encouraging though but but from the dfs standpoint one of those three games was without shangun um there is, I think, one of them also included uh, Green and or Porter missing time. So I am slightly, you know, that has to be factored in. I would like Smith a lot more if he were, you know, sixty-five or six thousand. Any uh, any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up, Shannon? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. I think I I've pumped this guy like three or four weeks in a row. So we're just gonna say it. I like Matisse Thibel tonight, forty-four hundred. Um, he's coming off a uh, mm-hmm. 40 point fantasy outing. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he has, so that's two mm-hmm. 40 point fantasy outings since he's joined Portland. Um, you know, Portland will be somewhat shorthanded. I think we've got, uh, we've got Dame, Dame Lillard is still questionable, I believe. And uh, also questionable Jeremy Grant and Jeremy Grant's the big yeah. one to watch with Thibault. If Grant's out, I like Thibault a lot uh-huh. more. Well, and it's the Simons price workable 7100 for simons with no lillard he might shoot 40 uh lillard's probable actually oh we're gonna we're gonna be we'll be fine there um he's playable you know the problem is you're going up against boston's defense uh i so i yeah no no we gotta pass on simons if it's if it's seven thousand or more and and lillard's Playing probable, then Simons is a right. pass. I was hoping it was a little cheaper. Yeah. Okay, let's uh let's go, Ken, to the old man rant. Arg! Draymond Green bitching about technicals is ridiculous. He got his 16th on Wednesday when he tossed the ball at Russell Westbrook's head. And post-game, Green had the gall to say he expects the league to overrule it. So he's not suspended a game. What? Green said, if that's a technical, then every word you say on the court is a technical. What? Green bounced the ball off Westbrook's head. 
screen, you constantly bitch and moan. The 16 technicals gets a suspension. That rule was practically written for you and Rasheed Wallace. Shut up! Ah! He's just mad. Hey, you know, Westbrook Westbrook had zero turnovers that game, so Draymond was probably like... Come on, turn gotta, it over! Like, man, oh, I gotta do something here. <laughs> Most um, most of Sheets' technicals were such BS too. It'd just be like him talking to the ref and obviously saying something somewhat offensive, but <laughs> so what? or like he would just roll his eyes and go like that and get teed up. Like, oh, <laughs> come on! Like he's not bounce. He wasn't bouncing balls off players' heads. The opponent's yeah, yeah. head. Uh, mispronounced names. I think we we finally got the Akogi thing settled, so we're good so. there. Oh, by the way, I'm going to add, Alan just sent me the cover image for the cockroach for the uh, YouTube waiver wire segment, and it is lit. Is that what the kids say? It's, it's on they fire. Don't, they, they don't say that anymore. Okay. <laughs> I think they, it's in fuego. It's lit has gone from like, that's what the kids say to that's what the kids like ironically say. That's what the kid's dad says now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let's uh, thank you everybody for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball presented by us, rotowire.com slash pod for your free trial. Ken, take us out of here. Let's go back to Golden State, where a week ago, Coach Steve Kerr was asked about Draymond's technical fouls. Kerr said then, I've never said one word to Draymond, and he's never gone over the limit. He always comes right up to the edge, then he stops. He knows how valuable he is. I don't have to say anything to him. He knows he can't get the next one. We need him. (laughs) Attention, passengers. This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.